welcome to another episode of the Crinkle Podcast with me, Dylan Blank, and actually I've captured one of the boyfriends again, or Phil. Um, <laughs> yes, I will judge you on your barks because just like your meow meows, you suck out. I'm just excited. That's what dogs do. What's a daddy? More like of like your definition really of like who you are as a daddy versus like what I think a daddy is. Well, <clears throat> personally, I think my definition is uh, it's more of a mental thing and a mental aspect. Like, <clears throat> my favorite things about being a daddy are, you know, the non-sexual things and, like, just being that role model and being called that. But I think, you know, to most people, it's just the sexual aspect of their life. Well, then, like, because, um, like, for me, like, I don't really know much of, like, how to describe, like, what daddy is really other than it's like it's one of those things where like you can say you're a daddy but it's more of like the actions i guess which i would agree and then like how'd you become a daddy really like is there any like backstory to it um i guess you know lots of things uh through experiences um some necessity neglectfulness but I think most of all, more than anything, it's just who I am. I like to, you know, be a provider and be in that role and stuff like that. Not that it's like, you know, some weird power trip, but I just, you know, I'll do anything for the people I love and stuff like that. Like watch Bluey? Yes, which Bluey was very good. And I look forward to watching more. And Woofles? Yes, Woofles. And Bark? Bark. <laughs> so we just watched... 13 episodes of Bluey last night, and um, obviously, guys never watched it. And I think I'm actually the only one out of the whole household that's watched Bluey. Because I watch your grown up TV shows like The Walking Dead. But Bluey's <laughs> actually like one of those, like, it has so many things to it that you're like, whoa. It was a very good show. It was very cute. I like the uh, little lessons in there, too. It was nice. And everything's, like, so intense, too. Like, I, was, I thought it was very, very funny of, like, the operation. <laughs> like, pulling out an octopus and, like, a mouse. And Bluey kept stabbing um, Dad with um, shots. And he's like, will you stop it? And she's like, I'm sorry. Oh, one more thing. What? Poke! Yeah, the dad's straight up <laughs> a, a gimp in that episode. Well, <laughs> correctly, like... We were good friends before you were really our dad, would you not say? Um, yes. And, like, did you really, like, ever deal, or, like, did you rather, like, be a dad, or, like, kind of, like, have any of, like, those daddy experiences or anything, really, before us? Um, I wouldn't say, like, a, uh, personal, hands-on experience, but, you know, I feel like everybody... Whether you're a sub or daddy and, like, you know, if you have an Instagram profile, everyone gets random messages like, you know, hey, like, hey, daddy or whatever, whatever. So, like, I mean, I've obviously talked to, like, other little pups and stuff. And, um, you know, a lot of, uh, it just never seemed to, like, granted, I never really, you know, wanted to be their daddy, like, truthfully. But, you know, I would, like, play around with the idea and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of littles can uh, be weird and tricky and send mixed signals and, I don't know. Which I also mean that in, like, a very good way, but you know what I mean? To me, daddy is a uh, respectable title, and so is referring to somebody as your little, so. And not that I think it's wrong, but I don't want to be a daddy with, like, you know, 14 littles in a pack. That's, like, uh, it's yeah, too much. I get what you mean. Like, 
it's more intimate. Yeah, exactly. And intimate and sexual and non-sexual ways. Yeah, and then, like, to me, you know, if you just call, like, three or four people daddy, it's like, eh. I don't know. It loses, like, some of its value. <laughs> um, so, like, we know somebody, and actually, I just got done talking to you about this situation, mm-hmm. but um, I personally think this is, like, a disadvantage of being a daddy, and I would say also, like, a little. So, like, as a little bit more well-known little, um, people... What are you trying to say? No, oh, not right. <laughs> um, like, I get a lot of messages from other littles that will, like, send me messages like, hey, sexy, um, can I be your little bro? And usually the first time, I'm like, oh, no, the, the, the. But when it goes on for like almost a whole last year, uh, the same person asking, same, asking me this, and then the same person asking you, hey, can you be my daddy? Can you be my master? <laughs> um, for a whole last year, and we both are like, oh, no, the, the year, and then a the whole year goes by, and then I finally go, hey, um, if you have not realized this, um, the answer is no. Like, will you please, like, respectfully please Get stop a- asking us. <laughs> like, I have no problem no. with you following me. I have no problem talking to you. But this is the only thing you ever ask me. This is the only thing you always ask my daddy. There's no conversation and this conversation never leaves hmm. this one segment no i agree and then like you said uh i don't know like you know it just seems like you know it's a uh you know impulse to some people and it's a way of life for some people so i feel like if it's an impulse to you you should be straight up and if it's a way of life you should you know be upfront about that as well but i think there's pros and cons of being that right you would say there's pros and cons to everything. And so, like, what would the pros be, really, for, like, me a day? Um, you know, I mean, I would honestly say too many. But, I mean, like, you know, I just love little stuff. Like, I love, uh, you know, the awkwardness of you, like, at first, you know, like, breaking the ice, asking me to fill sippies. Now you just, like, expect it. And, you know, I, I just love, you know, the smaller stuff like that. I love watching a movie and... You know, why you have a binky in your mouth, or cuddle up with your stuffy, or, you know, ex- all that stuff. But then I also, I guess, uh, really like being a role model to somebody as well. The whole, you know, being looked up to and all that stuff. It's very fun. You know, you said that exactly in the same way that you said. So, it's what, um, the oh. second second episode... Um, kinky holidays. And so you're like filling up um, well, recipes I, and stuff. That is it's true. Like, um, it's very oh, burning back. It's very fun. Like oh. same tone. <laughs> but talk about that. Like there's obviously other pros, and I would like to think that there's more pros than cons. Correct. Oh yeah. Would you like to speak a little bit on like what the cons that you've seen as a daddy? Um, I would say, you know, I guess sometimes, which it, of course, is a daddy's job to, you know, like, take the backseat, but I, I just feel like, you know, um, and then I guess I could also, this could fall into another question you asked previously of, like, 
have I had like um you know weird experiences or whatever with being a daddy like you know some littles it's not that that they're like too demanding but you know some people you know you give in give an inch you know they'll ask a mile once you give them a mile they'll ask more and you know it's like the whole if you give a mouse a cookie store and stuff like that which uh you know is a good thing because you know I feel like a lot of daddies like to provide but you know some people can like be taken advantage of and uh you know, like, I feel like a lot of littles, you know, like, a lot of littles have, like, a, a baby day, or, like, a little day, you know, where, like, today, I just want to be, like, little and stuff like that all day, and, you know, I just think, you know, for all what daddies do, sometimes there should maybe be a day of, like, daddy appreciation or something like that. Not that they're not appreciated. That's called Father's Day? This is true. <laughs> but Maybe there should be two days a year. There should be Father's Day and then Daddy's Day. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And then, um, speaking on if you give a massive cookie, all I'm hearing from this is I don't have to share my toys. Just want to put this out here. Well, it sounds if like we have give, to If you give off. another kid, if you never give another little a stuffy, they'll ask for more. No, you can't have my stuffies now. Thus... Uh, if you give a mouse a cookie. It sounds like we just need the dust off. If you give a mouse a cookie and give it a reread. I think you missed the point of it. Nope. <laughs> but, um... Do you ever have, like... Or have you seen any, like... Misrepresentation of what daddy is? <laughs> in, like, the media? Or, yeah, I say media, like social media. <laughs> yeah, um... I guess, you know, uh, it's not always just some, like, 54-year-old prowling gray dude on Young Boys. <laughs> but, uh, you know, besides that, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a misrepresentation. <laughs> I think scams. Yeah, that is true. There is a lot of, like, weird sugar daddy scams out there, like... Hey, you know, it's not even sugar daddy, really. Like, it's yeah. sort of like just like how there's like, um, like mommy scams, like, oh, you have to pay like a registration fee and I'll be your daddy, or, or if you, you know, do this, you know, you send me this much money and, and I'll, um, you know, I'll text you and stuff. Like, yeah, daddy and mommy scams, I've seen a lot of, <clears throat> and I mostly see a lot of mommy scams, which as a gay man. You're targeting the wrong person. This is true. Uh, not that, I mean, I, not that, of course, ABDL isn't like, you know, to one gender, but I feel like I see just a lot more um, dudes in the ABDL than, than girls. Or like, at least so, or at least people wanting daddies than mommies, I guess, I guess I should say. And I think that has to do with um, the way that Social media itself works because how do you if, too? It's very like daddy based in a sense. Well, like if I follow tons of littles, what will my social media recommendations? Yeah, show me. Littles. They will show me littles who are within an age range of the rest of my followers, mm-hmm. and statistically, you know, my age the age range is twenty to young thirties white skinny males that's roughly what my instagram is going to show me (laughs) because that's just a lot of who i follow but i try to follow um females people of color 
uh, people with different backgrounds and people with different body shapes because to me like I love being inclusive and not exclusive and like we've talked before like I think that's why Lobo itself is very great but I obviously won't dive deep much onto that but I think that's why like we see a lot of people who are um, looking for daddies and not mommies Yeah, but I feel like if we were straight looking for females I feel like we would our feeds would try to show us more of that. Yeah, which is true, like you said. I mean, I see a mommy profile every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while, one of them follows me. And like, there's <laughs> multiple like professional mommies who I follow, and I talk to a lot because one, they're they're um, respectable. Um, they give me a great knowledge about that field, and I obviously love to bring people on from different like fields. Inside kink communities to like hear their points of views, and that's why like Mommy Peach um, is one. Like I've had her on my old podcast, yeah. And then um, Mommy Lola, who was on Newsies um, um, podcast, I'm also bringing her on to do a second part of <clears throat> um, what a professional mommy is. Nice. And then, like, not to stick around only on the Avidels and stuff, but, like, I'm pretty sure you're, like, all the rest of us, like, um, who have, like, other kinks and stuff, because, like, I love being stinky as one of my kinks. Boys are, like, what's yours? Um, well, a big one for me is pub play. And, uh... I, I will say I like the integration of ABD on putt play. But, um, you know, besides that, I mean, my list of kinks is, you know, very long like anyone else's. It's, you know, um, being a daddy. Uh, I like fisting. I like licking armpits. I love pee, anything with pee. Uh, drink it, have it in me, pee on me. Uh, Role-playing. Nipple play, poppers, role playing, and um, I also like to. I, I wouldn't really say it as a king, but I mean, it's definitely like makes me feel sexy sometimes. Is I like that whole glam metal look, that androgyny makeup look. Oh, and um, I have a roofie king as well. Let, let's let's rephrase that. So, um, <laughs> he does not have a roofy kink. It's more of it has to go along with like the role playing thing. So, I just want to roofy my boyfriend. <laughs> and let me, as the person that's on the other side of this, so um, let me explain this. So, I one day looked at. I think we were at the bar. And I was like, "You forgot about like roofy me or some shit like that." He's like, "What? Why?" I was like, "Now listen, listen now." Hear me out on this. So, obviously, like, I truly don't want to get roofied by, like, some random-ass person. But, like, if you roofie me, and, like, because I've seen in movies, like, you know, you wake up, like, you got railed, like, six times. Like, I won't complain on that. <laughs> but, like, it has to do with you as the person <laughs> you are doing it. Like, I know I'm going to get home safe. I'm going to wake up in my own bed. And I'm not going to be missing a kidney. Like, I know these things. <laughs> like, and so I was like, 
no, I just want I just want to experience once and then like wake up and be like, oh, this is what happened. And like pre You'll never know what what happened. You know, and like but <laughs> consenting into this ahead of time and talking about this a lot before and then like when I said it, he was like, I don't even know where you get roofies at. I was like, I don't know. No, <laughs> there's lots of angles. Then I'll go back to a question like pros of being a daddy. Like, again, I love you. Trust me so much. You asked me, can I roofie you? And like, it was one of those things like, you know, I never thought I'd roofie somebody in my life, but I think I'm about it. But then, like he said, I was like, where do you get roofies? And then I also told him, I don't know if we can do this at the bar. I mean, everyone knows who you're my boyfriend, but it's going to look weird still. Like, you put something in your drink, and then, like, you're going to be passed out. Like, I'm, you know, <laughs> however long later. I don't know how roofies take long <laughs> to <kick> but. <laughs> and talk about it. You're like, never thought I'd be, like, that'd be something. And, like, cause... Never thought I'd be a roofier. Yeah, right. And then, like, because you have a script in a script. You literally put, like, like if my little one me to bang them dressed up like Spider-Man or a purple uh, Gimmicks McDonald's character, I totally would. Which is true. <laughs> I literally would. And then <laughs> talking about more of that, um, like how you were talking about a little bit more about like pup play and stuff. So like, what is a pup to you? Um, well, to me, um, it's a lot of things, but I like, you know, the textbook ideas of like a dog, you know, a loyal obedient and like I wouldn't say subservient because that sounds like too uh I don't know like slavey but I guess I also kind of like that word but I mean you know I like the whole idea of being like there for somebody that being your master that being the person you look up to there is no other master because they're it they're being loyal obedient and all that stuff so like you talked about um a little bit about being a pup and stuff so, like, have you seen or heard any misconceptions about the pup community? So, like, for me, one of the big ones that I instantly think about is that us pup players are into fucking animals, which ain't true. That is not true. And now, uh, like you said, that's a very big common misconception. And I feel like a lot of people think, you know, if you just dress up like a pup or anything you're like a freak and everything else and you're like you know extremely damaged and like you do this because you're messed up which isn't true there's a lot of good amazing people in the pup community and it's a very nice understanding people that would do a lot for their friends and everything like that and so like for me why i'm a pup is um it first start off with allow me to be someone else because I can put this hood on, and now I'm no longer Dylan. I am Apollo. And even though you can see my eyes and stuff, you know, you can't see my face. And we, we've encountered some moments where this has been very conceiving, to put <laughs> the best way. Where you think you know somebody, and... Then when you see them outside of the community, you're like, do I know you? And you're like, like, oh, I'm this person. You're like, oh. It is very odd sometimes. And so, like, it definitely can feel like you're living in two different worlds. 
but how I was talking about like um like how I you know my puppet why did you they get a puppet? Um I would say a lot of the same re- reasons and I feel like that's you know a good reason for most people too. It's like that uh you know, whole sense of escape and like, you know, maybe after a long stressful day. Like you said, I come home and, you know, I sleep on my pupphood and it's simpler thoughts. It's, you know, just eat, sleep, simple, focus on what's in front of me, not what's in my head and all that. Have you ever tried to pee like a dog before? I have. I've actually peed like a dog outside before. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> to be <Sorry>. honest. Okay. <laughs> 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 actually, I, actually, I knew that answer actually going in. I just wanted to throw it in there. <laughs> I want to kink shame him. So no kink shame. Maybe that is my kink. I already got a boner from that. I'm gonna finger my asshole now because of it. Um, as a pup player and somebody that is now well established in the pup community, do you feel like you need to have gear to be a pup? Not at all. I think more than anything, and I think it's maybe nice to not have gear at first, so you can. Focus on getting yourself in that mindset and maybe mastering or understanding what that part of it is more than the gear. But of course, every puppy at heart loves to put on a hood or a harness or a tail, etc. And, uh, you know, just feel good. And I think it brings in your, it does help put you in that mindset as well and brings out your inner puppy. And if, you know, you have a custom hood and you make it to what you want to be, I mean, it is truly a good feeling. So if you want to start buying some gear, what would you recommend to first, if you were first starting out and you were not 100% sure? I would say on Amazon, they have pretty run-of-the-mill pup hoods. I think from about 20 to 30 bucks, And they also have some basic run-of-the-mill muzzles. Uh, and they also have super cute paws that you can get. So I think if you want to explore that, that would be a good option. Uh, I will say some people have said that the Amazon hoods smell like um, neoprene or like leather a little bit they too have much. This, they have this weird chemical smell to them. But to me, it's not bad and it goes away. It, it's kind of just something, you know, if it's in a box for a while. But I think that's a, a, a good way to get in into it to test the waters. And then if you like it more... Mr. S has custom hoods, and there's a million other companies out there now. Uh, Bear hoods, trying to think of another one, Scrapyard Leather. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rough um, stuff. Rough stuff. So now there's, and it's still growing, so there'll be another company, you know, I'm sure that will get big someday, make another pup stuff. But those are a couple companies where you can go and explore and customize and really get into it. And then um, kind of talk about that. But so as a person that has a pup hood, I've spent a good couple hundred dollars on pup gear to my outfits that correspond with my hood and buying equipment and stuff to make content. So I also would have to agree with first start off with Amazon hood and you can actually buy bundles so um when i first bought my first amazon hood, i actually was able to get armbands and a harness also with it too and it all came in one set so i was able to have two armbands a 
harness that matched the hood and the armbands was amazing. It was, I think I spent like 30 bucks mm-hmm. for it. Before we dropped, what, I think what Mr. S is like $200 or so. Roughly. And if you are getting a custom S hood and it is around Black Friday time, um, that is when I got mine. You can get 20% off, which is nice. Yes. But not 100% sure on something. Amazon is a great way of trying things out. And we, a true, I think for me, a true pupster has at least an Amazon hood somewhere because we've all been in that boat of like, do I really want to be part of this? Like, you don't know one fursuiter who just instantly woke up one day and was like, oh, I'm going to drop $3,000. No. Yeah, they they, exactly. they saw things. They like they were part of the fandom without a suit. And then they slowly got up the money for it and got it. So some people started off with partials and then bought the rest of the buy separately later on. And then other people have saved up. And have tons of art and slowly got there. That's also what I like about being a pup is, you know, as you evolve, um, your your look evolves and you get more gear and all that. Yes. And then, uh, is being a puppy for you, like, sexual? Uh, I'm a set of course, which I guess I shouldn't say, because <laughs> it's not for everybody. But to me, it is, but it is not just so situational. Um, yes, I would, I would say situational, but it is sexual, and there's a lot of the sexual aspects and puff play that I love, and I will always love. And then, like, for me, um, it is situational also, like, just because I put my pup hood on doesn't mean that I'm, like, I'm trying to get a bone shoved in me. Now, uh, like ninety to eighty-five percent. Okay, time. but like at the house, if I'm like <laughs> put my pup hood on and I just like start bouncing on the bed or something, yeah, I'm trying to get something. It might be wrestling, might be might be some dick, might be both, might be just trying me to assert my dominance. Don't make me laugh. No. Um. Might be because I'm excited to watch Bluey. <laughs> and then, like, besides really being a puppy, like, what what's your status as a puppy? Um, do you mean, are you asking if I'm a dominant? Like, I, I guess, what are you asking? Or, yes. Um, I am a dom alpha, and I am also a diaper lover. So I'm technically a daddy diaper loving pup. Just not that Mr. Biggs though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy Brother Lover Little Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought like Daddy Diaper Lover Little Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the same flow. Maybe I did not match. Um but like if you had to say like what my status was in the puppy world, what would you say I am? <laughs> I would say a Braddy. What are the different ranks of the puppies? There's Alpha. Beta. Omega. Okay. And those are the three big ones. Okay. Okay. There's obviously tons between those, but we'll just stick with those three. 
Yeah. Uh, I think that you are a Omega. Bitch, I'm about to bitch slap you. <laughs> I think Alpha, but mm. and some people go, well, at least a suppy beta. I'm not a fish. You're a gay fish, but all right, girl. Suppy beta, you have your strokes of dominance, so maybe that might be a safe bet, safe title. Baby Drago is Omega. A hundred percent. So besides insulting me and stuff, um, do you have any other hobbies outside of the community? Well, um, I really love movies. I have a little over a thousand movies, actually, which is no joke. Um, I pretty much love all kinds of movies. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. So I love black and white movies, Italian movies, couple French films, uh, really love horror movies, Italian horror movies, modern movies, rom-coms, cheesy 80s sitcoms. Uh, I love playing instruments. I've played guitar for a while now, and I just started recently taking piano lessons about six months ago, and I also really like reading as well, and hiking. His movie collection is his lifted truck. Okay, that's that's pretty much the yeah. analogy there, okay? Uh, whenever I moved, I actually counted all my movies, and I counted how much I put in a box. Um, guess how much I, I could fit in one box. And this is my, my not in, like, in one box. I couldn't fit them all in one box, but my max amount I got into one box. Tell me. 427. How big was this box? It was huge. Okay, I must say, because, like... It actually, I mean, it wasn't, like, big, long ways. I mean, it was, like, a normal square box, but it was, like super super deep i mean it was probably like up to like my knee or like the middle of my thigh but it was also a mistake because it was super awkward to carry and weird because of just the weight in it and it was heavy as shit so it was super (laughs) awkward but besides that really we are at the end of this amazing podcast so where can people find you People can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and on Just for Fans as Master Atlas Twenty Four Seven. And then for me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, but my Instagram is Dylan Blake underscore official with one eye. And then you can also find me on Twitter as Blake Dylan. So, that's really all. And, of course, you can email us at info at crinklepaws.co. But we must say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bork.